Welcome to the Disrupt Now podcast, episode number 15. The Disrupt Now podcast, created by Natalie Viglione, entrepreneur and founder of Team Goo. It's designed to help people break down the walls around them, construct the ultimate vision of their lives, and provides the tools, tips, and techniques to disrupt their status quo. We shine a light on the good, the bad, and the ugly to help build the roadmap to your dreams. We talk with today's most effective disruptors in every area from art and design to technology and finance and even health and well-being. Our guests bring topics to light that help others to shake themselves free and can give them a whole new outlook on life. Welcome to the Disrupt Now podcast. Today I have Andrea Mejia with me and she is part of the Disrupt Now crew and part of the Team Goo crew. Welcome, Andrea. Thank you for having me, Max. I'm <laughs> um, really happy to be of here. Of course. Yes, and we're disrupting some things around gender gender rules and norms today. Um, you know, we're going to just explore this topic because we're going to open up uh, the conversation around challenging gender norms and the quote-unquote traditional gender rules and really what we want to focus on is not limiting people's potential with old thoughts and paradigms that do not apply today. Um, it's just more about disrupting the way we think about the gender norms and the rules that we've placed into society, because this really can change the world um, and how it functions. And I'm going to be blunt here, as usual. Do it. Um, the way, <laughs> do it. The way most people think about these gender roles and what gender quote unquote normal is, is seriously outdated. And frankly, it's depressing. You know, people need to empower anyone's potential, not push them or shape them into things they are not or do not want to be. And we have a lot of examples of this, and we're going to go through just a quick series of questions just to open up our minds a little towards this concept. It's something that a lot of people are talking about um, for the plain fact that ideas about gender really shapes destiny. And it really starts when we're super young, because um, that's clearly when we're the most susceptible to these views as children. And, you know, today's woman and today's man, you know, they don't need to really fit into these predefined constructs anymore. Uh, a man is just not required to be the alpha anymore. The woman is not required to be the order taker, you know, the secretary or the housewife. And the yeah, it's just the truth is culture and where an individual grows up or lives does play a major role in the way these ideas mold, uh, how opinions are formulated in the brain and really creates certain behaviors around people. So Yes, it's true. You know, we're seeing things change. We're seeing these rules be handled in different ways in different work environments. But, you know, the question that Andrea and I are going to kind of challenge a little bit is, is it changing fast enough, fast enough for us to be happy with? Um, so let's let's break this down a little bit. Um, 
All right, so we're disrupting now. We're disrupting status quo, and we're going to try to break down these barriers a little bit. Um, we really just want to ultimately allow society to evolve faster. That would be great. Um, so one of our, our previous guests on a previous mm-hmm. episode, um, Ari, she is a wonderful, empowering woman who is openly transitioning um, you know, she was born in the wrong body. Um, growing up a male, um, she always felt disempowered, disenfranchised. You know, um, she still is living her dream. She's a wonderful, beautiful choreographer and dancer. But, you know, let's talk about that a little bit. What, our first question is LGBTQ, um, you know, people that are... Tr- openly transitioning now that you know kids are actually exposed to conversations like this in schools and I don't know let's talk about that for a second yeah yeah definitely I mean I I really find it exciting actually that people are becoming more bold and uh you know people are being courageous and uh, owning who they feel they are owning who they truly are instead of who they think they should be in order to be accepted by their peers, uh, by their communities, which is really hard to do. I don't know. I mean, if you've ever been in that situation personally, yeah, I, I can see how it's hard to be able to understand it, to really fully understand it, unless you, unless you really try to relate it to your personal life. But I'm right. really, it's really exciting um, to see these these paradigms just start to shift. And we're becoming more free. You know, we're just liberating ourselves. I mean, that's exciting because now we're we're really starting to become responsible for our own freedoms, right? Um, I think that up to this point, maybe even before, maybe like, you know, this is something that we could have done sooner, but, you know, it is what it is. But <laughs> Takes time. Yeah, you know, it's like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But it's something that we can... Um, you know, we're finally evolving into, it's something that uh, we are finally, like, becoming um, strength, like, there's strength in numbers, you know, as well, so I think that we're all yeah. sort of coming together and seeing it, and, and um, the fact that we're, like, being accountable for our own freedom is terrifying and exciting at the same time, because before, and that was, was going to be my point, I'm sorry, I'm long-winded, no. <laughs> but my point was... <laughs> so am I. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of these rules, laws um, that we've abided by, these social norms have kind of helped. Like it was meant to help us uh, be together, uh, uh, stay, like when we started to settle into communities, you know, we stopped being nomadic um, uh, peoples. We started to settle into bigger cities. And so these social norms helped us kind of... uh, you know, be courteous to each other and live, you know, amongst each other um, harmoniously. But I don't, it's like you were saying that, like, it's just, that's not, it's our, it's outdated. So we don't, we figured that part out yet. We figured out how to live together. Truly we have. Now it's just a matter of being able to have the courage to set aside everything that you've ever known in your life, everything that you've ever been told uh, by your parents, you know, by um, your peers, and be willing to open yourself up 
to be curious about it. You know, be curious about the things that you you resist. Why do you resist it? You know, why? Ask yourself those questions and start to and start to take that journey. You know, it's really what what I'm I'm really wanting to see more of. And I think that people um, like Ari who are brave and just like owning themselves and having the courage to do it openly with, you know, um, is brave because she's exposing herself, you know, to Barry. And but thank goodness for people like her because um, then people are starting to like, oh, you know, become curious about it. And that's where it starts for me. I'm like, if you're just curious about it, I think that that's everything. Yeah. It's like a crack that you can just start working on, you know, exactly. and just start opening up. In fact, that's a really a good analogy, I think, for where we're at in general in society about this um, is it's a tiny little it's a crack and we're like seeing some light come through it, like kind of like this camera light, like it's yeah. tiny, super tiny, yeah. but it's it's there. And if we can just crack it wider and wider, even if it takes, you know, another one of our lifetimes, another 30 years, I mean, it. At least it's a movement forward. At least it's something moving forward. That's what needs to happen as things move forward. Yes. Because if we take, you know, giant steps forward and then giant steps backwards, yes. I mean, sometimes it feels like we do. I mean, the news headlines of today, um, you know, are, they're very, they're scary. I'm, you know, and we don't want to get into bringing this topic into talking about political state of America or the world for that. Yeah, it's a whole other, we'll be here for nine more podcast. days. Um, we'll need yeah. some sustenance, so let's not go there yet. But no, I mean, the, the headlines right. even today and what's happening and, you know, what happened in Charlottesville and, you know, that there's still people that hate so strongly. Um, those are the, 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 persons you wonder you know how how are you clearly you're not conscious not really not really not fully um so it is it's it's it is really amazing to see people like you know the aries of the world who are empowering others to be bold and be brave and be courageous and be yourself right right absolutely i mean if i feel like a lot of that anger really stems from uh, again, not, not to get too into political stuff, but uh, an economic issue, too. A lot of people have been disenfranchised, and, you know, it's always easier to attack other vulnerable groups of people who are vulnerable with you because you're kind of at the same level, right? You're on the same uh, field, right? And yeah, it's harder to, like, fight the, fight the system, you know, because it's so much bigger than you. It has a lot of power, Right. And I feel like, um, so again, it's easier to let it out right. on somebody who's smaller than you, you know, kind of like a bully. I mean, it is, it's, it's like a bigger uniformed bullying. Right. Right. And I, really? you know, I feel like bullies can be re- rehabilitated, you know, cause they're just in pain, you know, and they're lashing out, they're angry, you know, and it stems from a much, there is it. Yeah. It's stemming from right. some, right. So um, I just, yep. <clears throat> I feel like. Where I was actually just talking about this last night with some friends um, and my boyfriend Joe. Uh, how about it's like, it's kind of like an intellectual civil war right now, you know, where it's like the battle of the minds, um, because we're 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 <laughs> reaching, we're getting away from this physical 
realm that we've existed in and into an intellectual, more mindful, more conscious realm. And that's, it can get messy. You know, it's just, it can get messy. It can be a little chaotic because you kind of like yeah. open up Pandora's box in a sense. And it's like, I don't, you know, I have people spilling their guts all over the place and their opinions and like their rage and their emotions. And it's good. The liberation is good. It's just like the beginning of the universe was violent. And this, you know, it, yeah. it's, it kind of reminds me of that. Um, and the dust will settle um, at some point. Hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully is the key word. You know, but that actually brings up a, a good point, too. Um, you know, something that clearly there's still a struggle between what a woman and what a man should and should not do. And the fact that there's still thoughts around there's shoulds and should nots is ridiculous. Yes. You know, I, I know plenty of people that have looked at, you know, even my relationship and thought, why are you guys so different? It's like different <laughs> we're just not following your traditional norms right so we're challenging the status quo but uh, you know it, for example the current state of today um you know we have a president in place that clearly would love to see a patriarchal society continue in in as much as taking away women's rights um you know, just to be able to do things to our own bodies. Um, you know, but why is this, what do you think about this? Why is there a clear, clear problem still around thinking about an, a male has to be an alpha male and a woman is, can't be an alpha male, woman, female? <laughs> yeah. what do you you know, an alpha female. Like, right. What's wrong with that? Right. I mean, to me, absolutely nothing. <laughs> right. Just like a knee jerk reaction. But I think that because we have um, gotten to this point uh, where we have survived, right? We have survived a lot of stuff. You know, we are very resilient species. And um, I mean, we've survived plague, we've survived wars, we've survived. Uh, uh, you know, catastrophic natural events, um, things like that. And I keep, I, so I keep, I think about this woman that I saw a TED talk on. Um, she's, uh, her name is Chimamanda Adichie. And she said it just right. It, it, uh, it was so eloquent. It was so perfect how she put it. I'm going to, I'm going to try and summarize it where she says that in the early parts of us, in the early history of human beings, you know, the fact that men tend, tended or, you know, tend to be physically stronger than women was necessary for our survival as a species um, because, you know, we're nomadic creatures. We weren't, we're pretty, we're very exposed to the elements and other big animals. Um, so we really need physical strength um, to protect us. And so it made sense to kind of divide and conquer in that sense where women, okay, since we're the ones to give birth, we're a little bit more vulnerable in that sense. So it made just it just made sense, you know, on a strategic level to do it that way. And it worked for so many years, but... Or even not on, like, a strategic level. It's almost nature. Like, almost nature just... Yes, you, right. Like, not even thinking. Exactly. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's a much better way to put it. Absolutely. It's just natural. It was a natural thing to do. Um, but I think that um, 
I think uh, kind of like uh, we get hungry with power a little bit, and it's because of what we're actually capable of, of as human beings, as individuals, and as a collective, that it just sort of took on this whole other entity, right? It became, um, since that worked, you know, it kind of, that legacy continued, but it morphed into something else. Ego. about control um, and thinking that an ego, right, um, delineating those roles in order to survive. Because it's like we sh- we're still in survival mode. We're still attached to those primitive instincts where we have to survive. So we hold on to that, and it's very much entrenched in us. Um, and it's hard to break out of that and elevate yourself to your higher consciousness um, uh, without abandoning these these primal or these primitive instincts, right? Because they're there for a reason. They are there to right. for our survival, but not in the context of in the world in which we live in today. Exactly. So this shift, I feel, is is a is fear. I think that greed men like Trump, uh, men who are used to being in power because they're men, um, who feel entitled to that power. It's because like. Who are they if they're not, if that's not who they are? Who are they on the inside? They're having, right? Like a very hard, difficult problem understanding that if you're not controlling a situation or not in power, that you're not anybody. Right, exactly. And why, you know, that's where, that's, I guess, where the true disruption needs to happen is at a soulful level, understanding you don't have to be in power to be somebody. But you can be empowering and be somebody at the same time, like a totally different, you know, lifting and pushing rather than, you know, pulling and, you know, stepping on people's heads to get to the next place. Right. Very different. Right. Exactly. And we definitely need to see more of that, especially right now. You know, more than ever, we need to really come together as, you know, and and really strengthen numbers. And that's how we're going to push forward, you know, because we get a lot of pushback, right? There's so much pushback. Because it's driven by this fear, you know, that you people identify so much with yeah. gender because it's it's safe, right? They know it. Like, okay, this is what I need to do. This yep. is what I need to be in order to be successful and in order to be a part of this experience, this human experience, this collective, this my community, my peers, you know. Nobody wants to be marginalized. Nobody wants to be ostracized. Nobody wants to feel different to the point where they're pushed away, you know, Um so I think that making it okay, like we right. really need some serious rehabilitation as a species, I feel. Yeah. And I, I think massive that with, therapy with massive <laughs> therapy, seriously, and because I feel like I want to tell men that like, again, like Trump or people in, in a position of power and authority, that it's okay to like not know everything. It's okay yeah. to to question yourself, to challenge yourself. It's okay to redefine yourself. You know, you, you don't have to define, you don't have to attach yourself to one thing, you know, because that's not who really you are. I mean, it's like, like Friedrich Nietzsche said, you know, the Ubermensch, the Superman, you know, that's what we're capable of, of being super, like these superhuman beings. You know, we're capable of so much more um, than, than we, than, than what, society has just molded us into and it, I don't know that it's it was so much on purpose um, but it's become it is what it is now it's become what it is it's a it's a form of social control at this point because we're we're as resilient as a species as we are vulnerable as individuals so 
I just want to tell them it's okay and that, you know what, let's talk it out. Let's, let's redefine ourselves. Let's, let's dream big. Who, you know, who would you be in another life in a, in a parallel universe? You know, I have a feeling that they wouldn't be what they're doing now. I just kind of want them to like open their minds and think of other possibilities and start there, you know? But again, we, it becomes overwhelming. Like, oh my God, then I have to like redefine everything about me. And then now it's like, it becomes, it's like, oh my God, I can't handle all that. Okay, well, that's why, I, I mean, again, I think we all need therapy for one thing at a time. You know, it's like, I get it. You yep. feel overwhelmed, a totally normal. That's good. That's all right. We can manage this, you know, just thing step by step. It's an evolution, right? I mean, the world didn't, you know, we didn't just like in the blink of an eye, well, yeah. in a sense, maybe, but the, the, the earth didn't, didn't evolve in such a quick time. It took billions of years to evolve to get to this point. Yep. Yep. So I think that we just need to be okay with that. We need to be okay with starting to like quest challenge yourself you know that doesn't mean that you're and dumb. challenge other people around you. right right i mean you know that's the other thing too um it's like uh you know looking at at statistics in terms of female ceos you know there's there's more women you know like me and like us working in our own construct we have a company we've built something we're moving forward um but you know it's like even I have felt, you know, at times like we'll be sitting in meetings and, you know, there will be a male here and me here. I see males attentions going this way, even though I'm the one speaking, like looking to him to clarify or to be OK with the process. And if they're OK with the process, it's just like, oh, OK, well, then, you know, it's like they're not listening at word to words. They're listening to these deep ingrained, you know, yeah. old gender things that are sitting within them and they just need to let it go. Let it go. Like, you know, if, 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 if more women were in boardrooms at, at Fortune 500, Fit Fortune 50, large, large, you know, massive organizations, things would be different. Things would be different. It's just truth. I mean, Uber... Hello, you know, they're having massive corporate problems. Why? Because of these gender, quote unquote, rules that they've placed around stupid things. They've, you know, a CEO that's treating women, um, you know, as if, well, you know, we don't want to talk things out. There was a, an article on um, because uh, Ariana Huffington is on the board. And she said, you know, we really need to get other women on the board to have more perspective. And the CEO, you know, <laughs> chimed in saying, oh, well, we, you, you know, we don't need to make our meetings longer and just talk things through more. And, you know, like, wow. what? what? <laughs> you know, and look where they're at right now. Look where they're at. The CEO's gone. That's fair. You know, so if he would have just listened to sound advice by a human, right. it's a human right. who gives a crap if this human has boobs or not, or, you know, <laughs> other body parts or not. Like, what if we had zero body parts and we had no way to define our gender? How would that change right. our existence? Right. You know, that's, that's the that's question. A, that's a great point. I feel like, um, you know, it, it, it falls into that fear of, of well, 
it falls into a fear and it I feel like it it's these unreasonable expectations on men too actually you know it's kind of how they've been conditioned like I have to know everything you know I have it to is. be the alpha you know I have to be in control I have to be the the, the strong one I have to be the the bread uh, the breadwinner I have you know things like these have tos you know you just become like yeah you, you know shackled to them self imposed society employees imposed have to right exactly and so then when you that don't actually exist (laughs) right exactly exactly (laughs) seriously and and but we fall prey to that we fall we fall victim victim to it you know and and it kind of reminds me actually of the blog you wrote a blog uh recently a few a few weeks ago about what is consciousness oh right yeah, mm-hmm. and I think uh, such a great it was such a great blog. I really enjoyed reading it because that's really the direction that we're going into right now. You know, that's really where it's that into that reaching the higher level of consciousness that we're at now that we're capable of at this point that we can do that. You know, because we kind of figured out the survival aspect of life. You know, in a big way, um, we can. So I I think that if we change our perception, right? Because perception becomes your reality. And if we change the language that we use, language is a way for us to understand things and express things, right? And exactly. so it becomes key because um, it can change everything. It can slightly change mm-hmm. your perspective. Just a word, you know, can, can change it. Um, so I just think that, you know, when you just told me that story about the uh, Uber CEO, he was CEO, it, it just, I can't help but to laugh because I almost feel bad for him not in a like in a not in a bad not in a pity way like in a way but it's like man I get it you're scared like you know you feel like you're being threatened like you can't handle it and you're expected like you as a man and you know as as a a, a CEO you feel like it's 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 on you to figure it out and like you know take it to another level but if we're gonna be real um, it's all about diversification, right? I mean, it's it's yeah, it's Darwinism. It's that's how we get stronger. Actually, is if you diversify the gene the gene pool, and that's what you have to do. I mean, it is. If you want to, so what is it now? Is it about you or is it about the company? Yeah. I mean, you have to, yeah. you know, do what's best for the greater greater good. You know, for the greater good in that sense, and it's not. Right, it's not value. Which, you know, often yeah. it's very confused. Greater good with greater good for you. Right, right. <laughs> you know, you have to separate yourself from the you and the world or the company or the the people, the moment, you know, because those get too tied together with um it just gets too tied together with what we what we call success even or or <laughs> just existing, I guess. Right. I mean, it, I, I know, I mean, was there a time I'm, and I've thought a little bit about this, but, um, was there a time in your life when you really said, okay, this is my gender and this is what is expected of me? Or was there a defining moment you felt like in your childhood or I don't know, yeah, yeah. it could be later in life too. And you like really felt the like, okay, yeah. wow. Here's the gender rules. That is you know? a, such a great question because I feel like everybody should think on that. You know, just as like, wow, that was a defining moment in yeah. their life. 
Um, and it could be that it was like a series of small events mm-hmm. that kind of just like collectively defined you or like defined your destiny. You had mentioned that before. Um, that's brought you to this point. But I guess for me, it was really um, like elementary school. I was, I was a, I was a very active kid. I really liked playing sports and like I liked to play dodgeball and slide on the bases. And I was just like to get dirty and just like very outdoorsy type of kid and um I used to like to swing on the monkey bars upside down I was just like you know just plain um but I remember my mother telling me that I had to be careful Mm -hmm. when I was on the monkey bars because if my skirt goes up you know everybody will be able to see everything you know and that's bad and I was like confused because I'm like what does that matter? I don't get it. I just didn't, like, I didn't get it because, you know, as a kid, you don't think that way. You're not thinking that way at all. You're just out there trying to have fun, you know, and, like, have all these experiences, you know, and everything is so new and such a novelty and just, like, right? And then that's when I started to have a problem with dresses. (laughs) So I, 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 like, I just refused. And it's a Girl, it took me until I was in my 20s that I started to really wear dresses again. You know, I started to reintroduce, you know, because I don't I don't think that it's because I really didn't like it personally, but because of what it meant and like because of the. Yeah, the like obstacles. you were depressed to them. Yeah, it hindered me from playing, you know, and <laughs> and so then I had to watch like my legs and like, don't, you know, don't have your legs open, keep them closed, you know, and yeah, and like, oh, my gosh. And that's when the battle began for me. That's when, like, <laughs> it did. What about you? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that's that's really funny because it, of course, it's like in a school atmosphere uh-huh. too, right? Because you're kind of stuck. Of course, then you really start creating these little circles around people of that's a boy, that's a girl, you know, that. Um, I think I was always... Uh, I always had this dichotomy of being super active, but being super girly, you know, always had bows in my hair, always wears. I don't even think I wore a pair of pants until, I mean, (laughs) which really is funny because it's the same today. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking that. (laughs) (laughs) But I, but you know, the, the first moment I think that I really was aware of gen, you know, my, my gender and how, how I needed to kind of be defined by that. Um, in an interesting way, you know, it was, it was like, um, I think it was first or second grade kiss chase started, you know, this, this thing where, you know, you weren't just playing tag anymore. Now it's like, we're playing kiss chase because boys and girls were playing together. And, you know, now that I think about it, I'm like, God, that's such a horrible thing to play. But it's really, it starts that, you know, I must, you know, ah, ha, ha, he's going to catch me and he's going to, you know, <laughs> oh, if he catches me, I'm going to be caught and then he's going to kiss me. And it just starts this whole, you know, I remember, I seriously remember this. And it's weird when you asked this question, I was like, oh, I remember, you know, we were like by these tire swings or whatever. And the boys were chasing the girls all the time. And I was like, why can't we chase you guys? Like, can't we switch off and on? They were like, well, we're supposed to chase girls. Wow. Wow. So obviously, you know, it's just like these little tiny things started getting pushed into even, you know, our little tiny brains at first or second. I mean, you're so young. Right. 
But that's the start of like men chase women. You know, women need to be coy and cute and like be caught and like, you know, we're supposed to act this certain Right, right. Um, which, you know, and if you think of it today, where there are children that are being open about, you know, I was born in the wrong body or how does that even apply? Like, exactly. you just start to think about all these things and all these stupid little rules that we have, because clearly this is, this is pushed down from our, our parents. Yeah. It's where else would it come from? Right. Right. Television. I mean, it's, it's everything. It's media. It's everything. Absolutely. It's everywhere. Right. Right. It all influences. It's, it's funny. I, I'm going to quote Shimamanda Adichie on this one. I thought it was a great thing. She said, uh, cultures don't make people. People make cultures. And it's, yes. I'm like, that's so simple. Of course, that's true. It's one of those things that the simplicity of it is kind of mind-blowing, not because it's it's so, sh- it's shocking or surprising, yeah. but it's because you always felt it. And it's like, wow. You know, just to show the power of persuasion and the power that we have, you know, and how vulnerable we are. It's like a dichotomy you know, where you use, it's like these two, you know, these two worlds that live, you know, in one being. Um, yeah, which is that's weird. And I think that's kind of the thing, too. It's, it's um, culturally, we've structured things to say this is, quote unquote, normal. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. what, it, what did Coot yeah. teach us when we had him on that disrupt now, right? I mean, he was like, you know, seriously, just look people in the face and say, you know what? Fuck normal because oh I don't I believe in what you qual what you qualify right. and dictate as normal. Um, and if I feel and I feel like again, it's not saying it with any any you know I don't hate you because you know I think you're the stupidest person on the earth for thinking that. Even though maybe that's the first reaction, <laughs> like if I, you know. <laughs> but I mean, the reality is like just open your mind, just just <laughs> open your mind and understand the. Putting little things onto people, telling them that why, or asking them, you know, oh, well, don't worry, you know, we know you're different, or don't worry, we don't expect anything because we know you're so different. Like, do you, th- how that affects people, how that clearly can, you know, I mean, people like us at our age, you know, we aren't as affected. But if we were 10, or if we were 9, or if we were, how, how would that really change the way that we are evolving as a human by hearing these things and going, well, clearly I'm doing something yeah. wrong to make them unhappy, so I need to do whatever makes them happy. Yes, yes. Which obviously can lead us down to these paths of unhappiness yes. in general, right? That's, a, that's such a great point. Um, because I, I love that you said that, especially about the parents thing, because I feel that Parents feel the pressure of having to be the authority for their children, so they have to know everything because these kids are looking to them, and, you know, for everything. Right. Right, for survival, for knowledge, for skills. Um, and um, I, I want – so I, ha- I have a cousin that has twins, and I really love her relationship with her twins because she's – I see her even talking to them, being like, look, I don't know everything, you know, or – I mean, Every situation that happens, I may not know how to handle, but I'm trying. I'm doing my best, and I just I love that openness. You know, it just and you see it. You see how receptive these kids are, you know, to their mom, and and how diff- how it it translates. Um, and I yeah. like I like I'd like to see that. You know, I feel like I'd like to see that more, and and, and I feel that I want to tell parents, and and I don't mean to be like a hypocrite because I'm not a parent, right? But 
or I don't mean to tell anybody how to raise their children. But I just, all I want, I think that you should just try it. You know, just be like okay with not knowing everything. Being okay with like if a situation arises with your kid and you don't know how to handle like a gender situation where your kid doesn't feel like they comfortable and com- whatever exactly with the gender they were born into that have that dialogue with them you know just be like oh. yeah just just be humbled by the fact that this is an opportunity for you to learn and grow yourself too and with your kid and to bond with with your child because you're both going this together you know just because they're young doesn't mean that you're above you know learning from a child you know learning from a kid themselves because sometimes they're like right it's yeah often Kids teach parents lessons. I mean, right? We uh, we had Shira Adler on one of the episodes, and right. you know, in her in her conversation, it was really interesting because her five year old looked at her one day and said, "I chose, you know, mom, mommy, I I chose you. I've been watching you for a long time." So, and she was talking about you know past lives, and she's a past life regressionist. So, you have to really understand. I think that while you know, no, we're not here to dictate how people should be parents, and but let's 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 raise this conversation a little bit and talk about how you need to be human, and how you need to make other humans comfortable in the construct of what we created as a world, as our society, as our culture even if it's a geographical region that has very different beliefs than another because i think that if we're continuing bringing these you know stopping these old ways onto our shoulders and pushing them into our onto our children and continuing these old habits that don't apply we are just hurting our future and the potential that these people can bring to the table early Rather than waiting until they're 65, 70 going, God, why didn't I do that shit? Why didn't I live? Why, you know, like that, that aha moment that's way too late. Uh It's never too late, but it's late, too late because you only have this much time versus this much time. Right. So anyway, I feel like we are just what we're here to really do is open people's minds. Just think about it. And if you're having a child. Uh really sit you know have a child in a very strategic way and talk about how you're going to raise that kid you know how you can make sure gender norms aren't you know you can't keep them safe completely but you can in your home make it a very conscious effort to be smart and intelligent with the way you're communicating to each other as humans you know whether it's you know you've adopted whatever doesn't matter the the because there's norms that you place that you just, I think that a lot of us aren't aware of. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's putting people in a box. We really know, are we're so much bigger than that. You know, we're just, it's constricting, you know, it doesn't, it, it just constricts yeah. uh, creativity and, um, and from a person being more than their exactly. box. It's living outside of a box. It's doing whatever you are meant to do. Yes. And being, you know, and and having the support of people to do, like, real support. Mm -hmm. Not like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, sure, I guess, you know. Right. Passively. Not like that. Yeah. Yeah, Not passive-aggressive support. Like, Mm -hmm. true loving, like, hell yeah. Yeah. You know, that kind of support. What can I do to help you? What do you need? That's love. That's, like, that truth and that authentic reality right. of love right 
exactly. We just, we, another, I mean, it's kind of like all of these podcasts that we've had to kind of wrap into it because we also had Angela Ambrosia um, and she's having a webinar uh, coming up this weekend about how to love again, because, you know, a lot of people, you know, create their, their, the way they live and the words that they say based off of past hurts or, you know, whatever. But again, if we can just have an open-minded conversation about these things and really be careful of how we raise children, I think that starting early, starting now, attaching ourselves to this consciousness that is shifting truly can shift the paradigm of humanity moving forward. It's possible. Yes, absolutely. Just like uh-huh. you said. Opening up the conversation. Yep. And that's what, what we're doing is, again, trying to just make more light shine through the little crack that we've kicked through this, yeah. this, the paradigm, I guess it is. It's a paradigm crack. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we need more light through that crap. Yep. <laughs> well, thanks, Andrea, for joining me in this conversation today. We have, you know, this is, of course, we're just, we're, we're kind of like the tip of the iceberg at this point. We're going to open our conversations, have other people on to, to continue these conversations around, you know, disrupting the status quo around gender roles and norms and just, you know, society and the, what rules we've placed into, uh, into our way and, and how we can step over and around or get through these, these barriers. Yes. So thank you. Thank you, Matt. Pleasure. (laughs) Of course. And thanks again for joining us on this episode and stay tuned for the next uh, episodes as we'll have uh, a lot of guests talking about this from you know massive female op- entrepreneurs to coaches that just talk about you know empowering males of today and let's just let's open minds and stop limiting one's potential thank you andrea for being on this episode with me and we look forward to exploring more of this topic and as usual please go to teamgoo.com forward slash episodes to listen to all of the episodes that we have to date, as well as teamgoo.com forward slash blog. Uh, This is where we keep all of the bios so you can connect with all of our guests. And of course, if you want more information on Disrupt Now as the main program, the website is disruptnowprogram.com. Thank you.